0: On this week's episode of Marketing O'Clock.
1: Twitter gives the chop to the crop and we're not talking tops.
0: Yelp helps with new features for advertisers.
2: Shine up those kneecaps, baby, because we've got a lot of news coming from YouTube Shorts.
0: All on today's show.
3: Marketing O'Clock is your weekly dose of digital marketing news. A proud part of the Search Engine Journal Podcast Network. We record every week from the Cypress North Studios located in beautiful Buffalo, New York. Tune in to our critically acclaimed Famous Friday News Show for insights, updates, rants, and much more as we cover the full gamut of digital marketing for you. If you want to follow along, just check out our show notes or head over to marketingoclock.com for all of the links from today's articles. And please subscribe so you don't miss a single episode.
0: Hey there, I'm Christine Zernheld. a.k.a.
3: Shep. I'm Mark Salzarelli, And I'm
2: Greg Finn.
0: And it is officially Marketing O'Clock. Here
2: on May 14th, 2021.
0: You can catch our famous Friday news shows on youtube.marketingoclock.com or your favorite podcast player each and every Friday morning.
1: All your digital marketing news from the week.
0: Powered by the digital marketing community.
1: And if you want to join the conversation, hit us up. We're at Marketing O'Clock everywhere.
0: Hello, everyone. Thank you for joining us for another episode. Mark, we haven't seen you in a bit.
1: I know. It's been a hot minute, but I've been busy.
0: You have some fun things to share?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I moved and I was shopping at Target, and I had my, I feel like a very important rite of passage where someone mistook me for a Target employee. It's <laughs> never happened to me before, but I feel like it happens to everyone at least once in their life. It so happens to me at
0: Home Depot. You all the time. wore red?
1: No, I was wearing purple, which is the most confusing part. <laughs> I wasn't even wearing red. I was wearing a purple fleece, and this woman came up to me and was asking me like if we sold men's wallets. Oh
0: my god. Well, I feel like it's better at Target than Home Depot. That's a little yeah, like Yeah, it's what like, what like do they I know I'm dirty, you? but like what are you doing here? It's a zip off. I'm working, us. like I'm getting lumber. That's hilarious. It hasn't happened to me yet, but I don't wear a lot of red. What about you, Greg?
2: Yeah, so uh, it was Mother's Day weekend this past weekend, and my wife went out to tennis camp. So I'm like, (laughs) I'm gonna take the kids and go camping in the backyard. Which,
0: first of all, is just incredible that she went to tennis camp on Mother's Day. Like, she's like, I gotta get out here. I'm like, massages,
2: (laughs) tennis, whatever. I don't care. So we're like, all right, we'll go camping. And then it got (laughs) was like very cold, and we're like, oh, we're gonna go camping anyway. And my kids have like sleeping bags that aren't rated that that low. So I'm out there, and I've got like an inflatable mattress in this cold air is just coming through and the ceiling of the tents just a screen so all the hot air is just going up so the whole t- whole night i'm just sitting there my wife's getting massages doing tennis and spas and all this stuff and i'm just like shaking the kids every every hour i'm like hey are you, are you warm you want to go inside buddy and it's just like me that wants to go inside but yeah that was it that was my mother's day weekend and hey this is your first uh, mother's day weekend. yeah it
0: what was about okay you? um well mother's day was great I just wanted to talk to Mark about um, my baby. She's kind of an influencer because she's balding. Um, I guess it's the thing that happens, like the way she lays in her crib, her hair is falling out. But the way it's happening, like it really looks like a mullet.
2: But isn't it it like the reverse mullet where it's where the head touches?
0: It's like this line right here is empty. So it's like long in the back but it, it's like pushed back in the front. Okay, and then my daughter's emptiness.
2: All fell off behind and we would just, her nickname was Peaky, cause she looked like a Peaky Blinder. <laughs> her haircut looked like a Peaky Blinder.
0: Yeah, but she's, you know, it's not that she's balding or she needs to start Hair Club for babies. It's just mm-hmm. that she, you know, heard from the show, cause we listen all the time that mullets are trendy now. Mm-hmm. So that's what she's choosing to do. Yeah,
1: yes, this is her choice. <laughs> it's the modern mullet, though right yeah Mm -hmm. yeah she got a fade on the sides (laughs) perfect
0: so that was the party in the front let's get to the business quick reminder if you did not tune in last week or the week before we now have a marketing o'clock community on discord and how dare you You can find it at community.marketingaclock.com, and it is really awesome in there. The Discord is really popping off. We have different channels for paid, organic, and social and we have some great people in there. So if you have a question or something new that you found or a news story, people are sharing it in there or talking about everything and it's really fun. Also the shoot in the heck channel is really fun and there are quite a few fun business memes happening. We also have our own YouTube channel now, so don't forget to subscribe and like this video at youtube.marketingoclock.com and if you subscribe and post in Discord, this is your last chance to claim one of our amazing paid search shirts. Bid to the bone with this fun, um, heavy metal skeleton bidding to the bone. We'll show it on the screen. It's amazing. You want to claim one. So post in the giveaway channel that you're subscribed and you, we will get your size and send you a shirt. That is at community.marketingoclock.com to subscribe to Discord and getting into the news this week yelp announced new features for advertisers first they are introducing custom location targeting that allows businesses to designate specific locations for their ads to appear before this they could only advertise in a radius around their location they're also redesigning the budget editor and it now includes machine learning generated budget recommendations. I wonder if it's just to raise your budget all the time like some other platforms. We'll have to wait and see.
2: What platform is, who that is that? Could be. <laughs> yeah,
0: They're also expanding advertising opportunities with Yelp Connect. So if you're not familiar with this, it's kind of like Google Post and it updates. If you update it, it will show on your business's page and it could also show up in the feed for people who bookmarked or followed your business's Yelp profile. Now the posts can show up to people who have interacted with similar businesses or search for relevant categories. Um, They have a few more exciting updates. They have a step-by-step guide to help business owners set up their profile, a revamped ad dashboard for the Yelp business mobile app, including some features that were previously only available on desktop, and guidance on ad text to help businesses Business owners write more compelling ad copy. I hope it's not just your competitor's terms like we see on some other unnamed ad platforms.
2: A Shopify website. <laughs> oh,
0: <yeah. laughs> so do you guys have any thoughts on this before I share some of my favorite Yelp posts that I've seen?
2: No, I like it. I, you know, I think the radius is nice, but it's also not perfect. You know, like you can expand and, and the example they have is, is kind of a business covering all the way from San Jose to San Francisco and right up the coast. And it's like you cover this area right up the coast where Radius, you know, you're going to be out in the ocean. And so I I like that aspect of it. I think it gives you more granular targeting. I'm all for it.
1: That's Mm -hmm. nice. Yeah, especially if you're doing like delivery and things. Mm -hmm. It's really important. Yeah, because then
2: the mileage isn't as much as more like population density. And, you know, I don't know.
1: I I, I dig this. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I just like kind of forgot about Yelp for a minute. I didn't know people were still using it because I
0: don't. Me too, which is why I found these fun Yelp posts that I want to share really quickly. I'm excited. Okay, so first of all, we have Ebony. She has a review for her dentist and she says, Dr. Funt, which is first of all an amazing name (laughs) like that should be on your list, Greg, is an OG came in, introduced himself after making a few jokes, then proceeded to rip four wisdom teeth from my mouth like a boss without breaking a sweat, but definitely a struggle. My wisdom teeth were stubborn, to say the least, just like me, but he managed to get them out in less than 45 minutes. This is going to hurt like a son of a heck in a few hours, though. And then she has a beautiful picture of her teeth. He gave her the teeth? (laughs) Also, The tooth fairy needs to have them.
2: I knocked my daughter's tooth out yesterday.
0: Oh, what were you doing?
2: Well, I was like a boss. Yeah, I'm, I'm like uh, Dr. Funt over here. But I was drying her hair off and like drying her face. And it was like dangling. And I just was doing that and she's like,
0: oh, and her
2: tooth fell out. Yeah, so and the tooth fairy only had, well, the dad fairy
0: only had $4. OK, well, I, my, upset. my daughter listens to this show. So shut your mouth. Second of all, <laughs> the tooth fairy is going to come for Ebony, too, because the doctor did let her take her teeth home. OK, another quick one. Did you know you can update your reviews? Thank God, because this person updated the bus review to three stars after the last bus they were on hit two pedestrians and kept going. Oh, no.
1: Oh, no. <laughs> <Keep> going? <laughs> what bus is this? Is this the bus that drives by us every day? <laughs> and they
0: then, gonna hit us? <laughs> yeah. And then we have a review from Abe L. for Ford's Theater. Um, Abe says, was murdered here. Would not recommend. But he still
1: gave it two stars yeah <laughs> like what That's That's a the, good the show was pretty good it was worth it
0: <laughs> what else is happening
1: all right this
2: week we have a lot going on with youtube and let's start with shorts we're going to kind of condense a bunch of news here on youtube we've talked about this many a time in the past but like me on a hot summer day youtube is chasing the tiktok real style video by unzipping those convertible pants bottom and freeing those calves up with shorts. And I mean, you got to hand it to the short people. (laughs) Because they can't reach it. (laughs) No, You just
0: made the story made new so you could make all these shorts jokes.
2: Uh, there will be no more shorts. Free up throughout. the calves. <laughs> okay. So first up on shorts, there's now 60 second recording. So before you could only have a 15 second duration and they made it mediums with 60, 60 seconds. There's also new shorts video filters where you can switch from different filters in either the recording or the editing screens with the shorts camera. And you can also color correct footage. And one other question too. Do you know how short people cut their pizza?
0: With a, a knife,
2: I don't know. With Little Caesars.
0: Oh my god!
2: Oh. Also, coming to shorts are.
0: I'm offended. <laughs> I'm offended. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'd, I'd Mark like is a gasp on that
1: two-star bus and get out of
2: here. <laughs> All right. Well, you also have video captions, so you can have more accessible videos, and you can add captions in two different ways. You can do it automatically using speech tech. Detect- Speech-to-text technology from YouTube, or you can manually add in your own captions. And then lastly, there's going to be a Shorts tab on the homepage. So in your YouTube mobile app, you can see more Shorts content if you just want quick, now 15- to 60-second videos. And we'll keep it um, on Shorts here. And speaking of which, do you (laughs) know why there's not that many short
1: chefs?
0: Well, on Kids Baking Championship, they stand on crates.
2: Mm-hmm, because they get a lot
1: of tall orders because
2: the stakes are too high
0: oh that's All right. so sad i hope we don't have any short listeners yeah. so anyway yeah that
1: was a lot of short jokes
0: <laughs> oh
2: well hang on to your butts here because next up youtube is introducing a youtube shorts fund and they're going to be putting their money where their summer leg attire is is there a launch Announcing a YouTube Shorts Fund, which is $100 million distributed over the course of 2021 to 2022, anybody making shorts is eligible to participate by simply creating their shorts to delight the YouTube community. So each month, they will reach out to thousands of creators whose shorts receive the most engagement and reward them with money for their contributions. So the shorts one is not limited to just creators and YouTube partner program. Creators will be eligible if they create content for shorts and adhere to community guidelines. And then lastly, with the YouTube potpourri of news here, YouTube has launched community posts. Well, when they launched community posts, you couldn't see any analytics data. So they launched analytics in conjunction with community posts. And community posts are ways that creators can talk to the community without it being a specific video or a shorts. So you now can see the... Um, three different things. Essentially, you can see the ability to get metrics. And right now it's impression and engagement rates in YouTube analytics. And you can also see, or you can now add in multiple images into the community post. So it doesn't just have to be one picture. You can put more than one to show what's happening. So we can have a picture of if we had enough followers, which we don't, because we're a new channel, we could have different pictures of us all sitting around and getting a new, you know, episode dropping on Friday. And then lastly, in the complete reversal of Clubhouse, let's call it the uh, House Club, uh, YouTube is letting creators uh, schedule community posts on iOS, where before you could only do it on Android. So they're kind of staying true to their Android roots there, doing that first, and then bring it back to iOS. But if you have something that you want to say, I'm going to schedule it. I know the, the actual video is dropping at this time. I'm going to schedule ahead of it. You can now do it on iOS. So a bunch of cool stuff happening to YouTube your thoughts
0: well I just think first of all so they're rewarding people for making shorts possibly that's just like what Snapchat did and it's just a sign that it's a feature that nobody asked for right
2: <laughs> you're preaching to the choir you know my stance on this I think YouTube longs are where, the, where it's you
0: shouldn't at. have to pay for people to use your product
4: I this, think this is our product. next hustle. Like, this is free this money. Short. Yeah, we just need Engager. Oh, Let's
1: do it. Shorts? Should we just chop one episode into like 20 episodes <laughs> and throw them up? <laughs> yes.
0: I don't think we'll be winning any awards well, for our content. Interim
2: producer Caleb, do you consume a lot of short content, short video content?
0: I do
4: now since like the beginning. Or you mean like YouTube shorts or just short video in general?
2: Which short video in general?
4: Yeah, a lot of short video, like whether it's Snapchat or TikTok or stuff. Do you like consume
2: that? a lot of YouTube video?
1: Yeah. i do, do you consume
2: a lot of YouTube short video?
1: I do not. <laughs> okay. I just think it's not intuitive to the way the platform is designed. Yeah. Like you're going out and like finding content or yeah. it's being suggested to you. It's not like a TikTok where you're just kind of like tapping through. You're you put in work to find the content. So there needs to be more of a payoff than 15 seconds.
2: I know. And it's like you have the, again, I talk about every week. I whine about it. I watch the majority of stuff I watch is on a big TV and it's YouTube. And that's what I watch. Mm -hmm. And they're like going the opposite way where they're getting this goofy vertical video on the YouTube platform. That's not made for it. And it's just a very odd combination. Mm -hmm. They're just like segmenting so much. So anyway, to cut a long story short, I became a film editor.
0: Oh, tell me more.
2: That's it. That's a joke.
1: Oh, that was...
0: Long story short?
2: To cut a long story short, I <laughs> okay. became a film editor. Caleb's laughing. All right, I I'm still going to put some booze on that one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Over to you, Mark.
1: Oh, thank heavens that's over.
2: <laughs> Should I have made it shorter? Oh, my God.
1: All right, you like, know. I'm I'm giving that the chop, but Twitter is also giving something else the chop, and that is the crop, as announced by Twitter on Twitter at Twitter on Twitter. Can we call
2: this a crop top then?
0: No, no, that doesn't top. Okay, it's just a crop top to go with your shorts.
1: Oh, perfect. I'm giving you the chop, the crop. You're cropped. out of this conversation. Um, No bird, too tall, no crop, too short. Introducing bigger and better images on iOS and Android, now available to everyone. And they gave this lovely before and after of this bird with an extremely long neck. I think this neck is like three feet long. And what you would see <laughs> on the old Twitter app and on the new Twitter app. And I love this bird. I want to be best friends with yeah. this bird. Like no. this is the new Twitter bird in my opinion. Is it
0: a real bird? It's, no, I don't like it. It's like a giraffe bird. Yeah. It's like Bjorn's oh, dress. You
1: know, Greg just wishes the neck was short.
0: <laughs> no,
1: I just don't like it. I don't like
2: those. I, swans are evil, mean birds. It looks like a swan to me. And then the way they hit other birds with the neck, this bird is too dangerous. I don't like it. Wow, swans are bullies. but
1: okay. well, what about Take like your word ostriches?
2: Uh, ostriches suck. They're my least favorite
1: bird. No, emus are worse.
2: Really? Because yeah. I had ostrich rip a cup of, uh, of food out of my hand. Where, where are you hanging out
0: with ostriches?
2: It's a it's a long story.
1: Was <laughs> 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 this on a vacation with your wife? No, it's in
2: Batavia, New York. Wait. <laughs> it's a long story.
1: You know, the wild ostriches at the table in New York. <laughs> but, um, so we're very excited we can see full images on Twitter, especially when we're getting all of these vertical images people are posting. But we had we did have someone chime in just to remind people this isn't completely true. So we had its ringer at Matt Mm matches on Twitter. Good morning. Let's talk about the new Twitter crop. It's not gone, just way less aggressive. So it's a 3 to 4 ratio versus a 16 to 9. It's still 16 to 9 on desktop, which that's just putting that out there. They're not correcting Twitter. Twitter did say this was only iOS and Android. Um, multi-image posts haven't changed those will still be in the old format which I think makes sense because how would you even lay that out with different full-size images like That wouldn't make sense. Um, And there's still kind of the rounded corners, so you're going to lose on the image no matter what. And it's Ringer put together this lovely graphic of how your images will crop based on where someone is viewing them. So if you have questions, I would just go check out this tweet. It'll be in the show notes. Um, Subscribe to our newsletter, and you can see how your images will match up with the new cropping feature. And the last person chiming in is Harvey at Harvey McCabe. Social media managers everywhere are shedding a lone tear of joy as they realize their square assets now work on Twitter. Yeah,
0: that's really nice. Like, Mm -hmm. this is going to change people's lives. Yes.
1: You can just cross post Twitter, Instagram. Mm -hmm. It's great. Still will probably look weird on LinkedIn. Um, (laughs) But who cares? You can post it on Twitter. (laughs) Any other thoughts?
0: I just, I, I gotta say, they should all make these nice guides that show what it would look like in the feed. Like, how beautiful.
2: Mm-hmm. I just don't know why you don't do it for desktop, too. Like, it's not that hard to do it for desktop.
1: Just do it for desktop. It's interesting. I think Twitter, as a company, is operating on the assumption that, like, no one uses Twitter for desktop, but I mostly use Have Twitter Have I ever desktop. heard of biz Twitter?
2: <laughs> Twitter's operating in complete silos where nobody talks. There's gotta be like a mobile division, a desktop division, an ads division that just can't even accept communication. It's it's a completely different.
3: Now it's time for this week's Take of the Week. This is a hashtag fire digital marketing take with extra spice served up for you.
2: We simply deliver the take for your consumption.
0: We give no opinions, we don't influence.
2: You make the call. And this week's Take of the Week comes from Sean McGuinness
0: at Sean
2: McGinnis on Twitter. And he says, wishing a happy Friday to everybody except the 4% of Kuru customers, and that's his company, who interacted with 12 plus different channel touch points this year prior to converting. (laughs) And I I appreciate the people that go through all that and still convert. Like at least they converted. Don't you
1: say it takes like 17 plus touches to convert someone?
2: I don't know, but that seems like a lot. Seventeen plus Some to convert people
1: are touchy. I
0: mean at least they converted at all. They could have like gone through twelve plus and dropped off. It might be
1: more I'm like click on all of your ads and never make a purchase. <laughs>
2: I mean, yeah. In, in Kuru, our shoe it's a it's a shoe company, so it's D 2 C, which shouldn't have that many. It's not like it's um, you know, SaaS
1: company or yeah. something like that. I guess the things I sell have too many touch points. No,
0: I do that too. Are you kidding with like remarketing and stuff? Like, I click on so many ads before I buy things. Well, don't tell one? Sean. I guess he hates me. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. <laughs> and now it's time for this week's I See Why Am I?
2: This is just something you might not have seen.
0: Maybe something that you overlooked but you shouldn't have. I see my people, Julie Bacini at Ep, at Neptune Moon on Twitter. This week she shared, my Google Ads headaches continue. Today I'm trying to set up a DSA campaign, but it is telling me that my main URL is invalid. You know, the one which I'm sending all non-DSA traffic without an issue. Anyone else had this happen?
2: That you know sounded like Julie. Yeah. In her clubhouse or in her Twitter spaces now. <laughs> it's like, you know, right?
0: She's like, kind of creeping up on the queen of spice
2: Ooh, speaking
0: of the queen oh, of spice queen she of spice. replied yes. in hell. <laughs> so pamela lund at pamela underscore lund replied and said you just have to use the www portion and remove the https and julie said good to know that was it <laughs> facepalm thank you i have not done dsa's in a while which i didn't know that was a thing and like Julie seemed like really embarrassed. Like she replied a couple of times. But well like it happens to everyone. Like PPC chat is the best. And Larry Chassie replied too and said, is there a support group for this? Because I do the same thing every single time. <laughs> so like, yeah, first of all, I did not know that. Now I do. Second of all, why?
1: Yeah, this doesn't seem like a very smart feature. Before. No. To be
2: fair, Jenny chimed in and said, we're going to take a look at it. Okay, so,
0: that's great. Again.
1: Thanks, yeah. Jenny. In Google
2: the
0: meantime, Lisa. I'm already paying off. Yeah. In the meantime, include the WWW. And before we get into the lightning round here, we have our new piece of paid search swag. They are our Starbucks inspired cups that say you're not drinking light roast or medium roast or dark roast. You have high roas. They thought it was a typo when we sent it to the printing yeah, company. We should have the tea falling off down the side. Oh. But
2: this is also cool story, the worst print job that I've ever seen. <laughs> you can barely read the marketing and marketing a clock. So, we've got these over on community.marketingclock.com in the giveaway section. If you want one, you can get one. Yes.
0: And if you already claimed one on Twitter a few weeks ago, I got your address. Um, I'm not creepy, and I'm not going to show up at your house, and we're going to send it your way.
3: Hi, <laughs> Roast. <laughs> now it's time for this week's lightning round. Pew,
0: pew. At this point in the show,
3: we split up our content into three parts paid, organic, and social. <laughs>
0: First up in the paid news, I have more information on the story from last week about the two-line text ads in Microsoft that they are testing. John Lee from Microsoft Advertising said that two or three of your headlines will show no description and there will be a URL. So your third one might drop off. You really need to pin things if you're doing anything responsive. How is this No good? description. I don't know. I'm like dying to see one. Like I, if you see one, we all know I'm not using Bing. Like please take a screenshot and send it my way.
2: My only thing is like, There are so many ads already on Bing. I think they're trying just, or sorry, Microsoft Bing. They're trying to just cram more ads.
0: Yeah? I think so. You could fit another ad if you remove all of them? I don't know. I want to see it. So uh, to make matters worse, Brett Brodowski thought of a really good question that I didn't think of. He said, is there a way to monitor these, like any way to know this is the version of your ad that's showing john said brett in short we are expecting this format to have a relatively low footprint no additional reporting layers at this time should the footprint glow grow we will revisit that decision
1: i'm kind of assuming this is going to be like on some of like the syndicated search partners types of things
0: maybe and mm-hmm. not
1: like the actual that's a good like not on bing but maybe they like there's another search engine that's now using Microsoft Ads to power their ads, and they're like, we can't do that. Mm-hmm. And They can only have like two headlines.
0: Yeah. So if you see one anywhere, let me know. And Luke from our Discord community is keeping us updated on the opt-out rates of iOS 14.5, and it goes really well with his advertiser with his avatar. Um, as we said last week, he has the dog burning, saying this is fine. Yeah, this is fine. No. And he's just like updating us on how many people are opting out. So basically, there's this dashboard f- dashboard from Flurry Analytics that shows the live opt-out rates. And around the world, there are about 12 to 13 percent of users who are allowing tracking, but in the U.S., it's about four to five percent, which I think is so weird. Like, why is it different in the U.S.? Are we talking about it more I, here?
1: I I do think it's the news cycle. Yeah. I, I, I think everyone is still better from Cambridge Analytica and that is it Facebook doesn't have good PR here
0: yeah so we'll let you know next week Luke will update us on I just like I is. keep
2: seeing ads from Facebook and they're like oh do you like personalized ads are good it's like I thought you couldn't do support because of COVID, and I am making these ads. Get out of
0: here! I haven't seen
1: any yet. I I can't wait for the ads that are like ninety five to ninety six percent of iPhone users hate small business. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and Kenshu published a monthly paid media spend snapshot for April twenty twenty one. The key takeaways between March and April of this year: spending in paid search dropped one percent. Or your budgets. <laughs> Average CPC rose 5%. Spending in social advertising dropped 8%. Average CPN in social rose 7%. Spending in retail media dropped 6%. And average CPC in retail media rose 3%. And we just need to call Barry because I give these charts the worst chart award. Like they're literally... Greg acted like I was crazy, but they're making my head explode. Like, why is the range there? They're both percentages on each oh axis. Like, it's just too much. This Wait, is awful. Okay, thank Those you. Those groupings
1: are not proportional. <laughs> like, I'm oh my so god, this doesn't make any. No, oh, no, no. Barry no, 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 would no, never no, no. use this chart. Oh, no, this would never
2: grace. The- <laughs> prestigious pages of search engine
1: This Is this like when you go like you're in college and you take like a market research or like a data analysis class and they're like, this is what a bad chart looks like <laughs> that is confusing <laughs> or misrepresenting information? Yeah. This is group viewer. work.
2: This is when a group comes together and <laughs> makes something. This is group
0: work. Sure. I was going through my stories and I opened the article and I was just like, I need to walk away from this. Like I sent it to Jess. I was like, this is unbelievable. OK, so I'm glad I'm not alone. And next up, TikTok is announcing new features to help SMBs maximize their return on the platform. Basically, they're encouraging people to use hashtag support small business and hashtag, hashtag TikTok made me buy it. Yeah. Yeah. Business owners can also share their experience and give us a peek into the world. So this is a side of TikTok I haven't really seen, but they had like these nice ladies making soap and there was such encouraging music playing in the background. They were talking about how like the pandemic hit and they didn't know what they would do. But then their confetti soap blew up on TikTok and saved the day.
2: What would you think? Like your business is going to blow up. There's no soap. There's nothing in the stores.
0: This is confetti soap, though. It's not just any soap.
2: I don't even have a clue
1: of what that means.
0: But nobody would be ordering their soap from from the ceiling or something?
1: It's like funfetti cake, but it's soap.
0: Yeah. It's just pretty looking.
2: I am lost.
1: It's like a bar of soap that's filled with confetti. Oh, okay. I
2: thought you meant like it's like little soap cutouts.
1: (laughs) You have like a confetti thing in your shower and you like pull a lever and like soap confetti falls down on you. That's
0: a great TikTok idea. (laughs) Anyway, check it out. TikTok will make you buy it. They also announced a new partnership with Nielsen, which will enable businesses to utilize Nielsen designated market areas, geo-targeting for their campaigns. And they also announced that TikTok for Business Club on Clubhouse, where they're hosting a series of interviews with SMBs this month. No thanks. That, like, that just makes no sense to me. Like, why wouldn't you just have a channel on TikTok and, like, promote your own platform? I don't I don't have time for this. Nobody does. <laughs> And from Larry Chassis at L on Twitter, there are new insights in Merchant Center for people who use Google Buy. He has a screenshot of new data for top position wins and top position changes. He says this is similar to how Amazon shows you how often you win the buy box in competitive and competitive prices. We'll have a screenshot of this on the YouTube or you can head over to Larry's Twitter. And Apple acquired the mobile ad company Quattro Wireless.
1: Hashtag tech talk made me buy it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> this makes it seem like they're trying to ramp up their mobile advertising presence, which is a real gut punch to Google and Facebook, right? Like they like made advertising on their phones kind of impossible. And now they're like investing in it more.
1: I mean, they did get called out. I think I don't remember who it was, but it might have been Facebook who was like, you're just going to make your own ad platform. Yeah. And they're doing it's
0: not about privacy. It's about grinding the bones of their enemies. Like, what are they doing? (laughs) And Tim Jensen at Timothy J. Jensen on Twitter has a poll. He's asking what the current percent of search terms you're seeing in hidden. You're seeing hidden by Google in your accounts. Um, There's a lot of 51 to to 75% in there, and that's just really sad.
1: Yeah, we need a trigger warning
0: for that. <laughs> it's really sad.
1: I am really happy he used proportional ranges, though. Yes. Yeah, he knows how to make a pull.
0: Google is hosting a Google marketing live stream on May 27th at 8 AM, 11 AM, if you're on the East Coast with me.
2: And we everything should be reported East Coast, to be
1: fair.
0: Of course we say that. We live here. I mean, yeah, but
1: Google's <laughs> headquartered on the West Coast.
0: I don't care. <laughs> there's it's a more lot convenient for me mark
1: <laughs> that's that's smart
0: what also will be convenient for you are the seminars there's a lot of no, they stuff <laughs> about, <laughs> they you know looking to the future and that there's going to be a lot of automation oh, uh, you know what yeah. here anybody oh, wants to go to it just really
2: me, i'm going to explain what the future the so one thing is called building for the future of marketing and here's what it's going to sound like 2020 and 2021 taught us valuable important lessons and changed the way that people use the internet. Mm-hmm. We've never seen a more digital first shift than this past year and here's what we can learn. People like convenience. People like things to be easy. People like things to be online. That's what it's going to be. It's going to yeah. be nothing. A whole bunch of nothings.
0: Well, tune in people.
2: And Ginny's not going to be there so I'm not going
0: to oh, be Oh, she's there. not? No, she oh, I'm out. Google Ads also launched the Google Ads growth formula this week. I wouldn't really call it a formula. I don't know what to call it. It's kind of like a PowerPoint presentation. It's an embarrassment. (laughs) Did you see it?
2: Yeah, it stinks.
0: So you can pick your goal for your campaigns. It's not as garbagey as I thought, to be honest. But like I said, it's definitely not a formula. And I really loved this quote in particular. Check your impression share in your Google Ads account. It'll tell you how many impressions were gifted to competitors due to insufficient budgets.
1: <laughs> gifted? <laughs> oh. Wait, they didn't pay for it? Really? <laughs> so yeah. hardcore. not pay for gifts. Yeah, if you don't pay for impressions, we're going to give them to your competitors for free. <laughs> no,
0: so it's dumb. bad.
2: It's set objectives, get ready, to <laughs> take action, and evaluate and expand. And that's going to be the main thing. They're big. Expand, expand, yeah. expand, expand.
0: It's not, like, I just didn't see any, like, they have all these, like, take actions, do this. And there were only a few that I thought were, like, really terrible. But it's not going to help anyone that's for sure like what is this powerpoint gonna help a small business owner it's not it's gonna do nothing (laughs) and in some gamer news zynga has agreed to buy chart boost which is an advertising and optimization platform with a demand side and a supply and a supply side from what I've seen in Words with Friends, Zynga does not have a problem with ads, so it'll be interesting to see what they do with this. There's some really fun games on Zynga right now. By the way, I've never been to their website. Harry Potter Puzzles and Spells, Game of Thrones Slots Casino. That what? sounds awful. Did you guys... What is... like, what? <laughs> I got three
2: Targaryens in <laughs> a row.
0: <laughs> Did you guys know there's a Farmville 2 Tropical Escape?
2: No, but I wish I didn't know that, okay. looking at this picture. What are you
1: farming?
0: I don't... Papayas? I
1: don't Coconuts. know. Coconuts? <laughs> <laughs> I, these people don't know who they're farming. Like got like a surfboard, one's like a captain, one just has like a parrot.
2: Maybe they're farming like like flare guns, you know?
0: You should, I don't get it. Oh, to get off the island? Yeah, it's a tropical <laughs> escape. <laughs> you should play and let us know.
2: Farm a boat and get out of there. <laughs>
0: And David Satella at Satella David on Twitter says, Hey, videos from the PS, the PSAC 21 PPC conference are now av- available here. Any he links to YouTube? I cannot speak today. Um, it has three days of sessions from top experts. Get them while they're hot, and I spy some amazing friends like A.J. Wilcox, Akvila DeFazio, John Lee, and Kirk Williams in these, so I'm sure they are really great, and you guys should check them out.
2: That's awesome. Hot videos from the P-Sack. I'd love to see it.
0: <laughs> the p is such a bad name. Why? Because it has the word sack in it.
1: Oh, I didn't even notice that. <laughs> okay, stop. <laughs> it was hidden behind the
0: P. <laughs> Okay, and we have more tales from PPC Reddit. This one is called Wow 2Ws, Google Rep. Started using Google Ads a while ago and yesterday I got an email from one of their reps. The rep emailed me and said he wanted to get on a call with me to optimize my account and bring down my CPAs. In the entire call, the only things he said were to increase the bids of particular keywords, ads, ad groups, expand my audience, etc. I asked him at the end and If he wanted to bring down my cost, but why were these changes increasing my cost? He went blank for three seconds and said that he'd call me back in two hours to discuss this. He never called back.
2: I like that you go blank. You're like, I'll call you back two hours. Let me just figure out exactly what I said (laughs) is going to impact you because everything I said is the inverse of what I promised at the beginning of the call. And you go blank. And then you're like, I just need two hours to figure this out.
0: I like that the person on Reddit was just like, "Uh uh-huh. Yeah, making all the changes. And then at the end, they're like, wait a second. Everything's (laughs) up. Everything's up. That is just terrible.
1: You just got punked.
0: (laughs) (laughs) PBC Reddit is dark, man. And finally here... Paid Media Pros have an awesome new video about the changes coming to Broad Match Modified for Google Ads and Microsoft. Michelle is covering everything you need to know, including the dates these changes are happening, going through examples of how this will affect keywords and the recommendations for how you for what you should do in your campaigns. So definitely check that out and check out Paid Media Pros. They have amazing videos with no bull heck and a lot of great tutorials. Subscribe now. Yeah. What's happening in organic?
2: All right, first up by way of Barry Schwartz at Search Engine Roundtable, but really by way of the Search on the Record podcast with the Google guys. They talked about speed as a ranking factor, and there's a lot of really interesting information that came out of this. Where at first it seemed like the secure the HTTPS change was supposed to be stronger, but they realized it just couldn't be. And it ended up being more of a tiebreaker. And the big takeaway here is that just like that change, the speed and like everybody's losing their mind over core web vitals, blocking countries, talking about removing Google analytics, removing all images from their site, that that isn't gonna be as big of a ranking factor as anybody thinks, but more of a tiebreaker. As I've been saying the whole time here, (laughs) people, So anyway, you can check that out if you want, but it is going to be a tiebreaker, right? Like, what are we doing?
0: People are nuts.
1: I I don't get it. Like, you give them a crumb of information, and they just get away from the whole picture That's all just about user experience.
2: Well, more on that in a moment. But before that, YouTube has shared new insights into the most commonly used opening lines for YouTube in the number one position for not only 2020, but all the way back to 2020, or 20, sorry, not only for 2020... But for 2010, for 10 consecutive years, the number one saying people open up with is, hey, guys. So maybe we need to change something up. There's also a lot of what's up, some good morning, hi, guys, all right. I don't know. I just kind of like this truck. Wait,
0: for podcasts?
2: No, for anybody on YouTube YouTube, talking to their audience. So you go, hey, guys. That's been the number one. I mean,
0: I always go, hello. I need something new, too. That's
2: better. Hello, everybody. (laughs)
0: It's better. If you say so.
2: So Mm -hmm. the funny thing that I thought is, They broke it down by sort of category and you could see fitness, like the main fitness people said, What's up? The tech people said, ladies and gentlemen, you know, pulled their little suspenders up and said that.
1: Travel people
2: said, Good morning.
1: But if it's the afternoon. The
2: number one. Hey guys, people are ASMR.
0: Oh, gross. Hey guys.
2: (laughs) I'm gonna play with a toy today. A ninja turtle. Wait, I
1: hate. Are you that
2: the
4: getting tingles?
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's like hello, hello, my blank, which is like they've named their subscribers. Oh something. yeah, oh,
0: no. what are our subscribers?
1: Oh, this clockers. Is a good discussion to
3: have.
0: <laughs> I don't know. We'll have to think about it. Sad. <laughs> <laughs> my <are> inappropriate Our <laughs> followers are sad. <laughs> wow.
1: Hello, my sads.
0: Did you see PPC Revit? it's So sad. Everything we share has to be sad.
1: Yeah, I'm
2: trying to think of something. Uh, everything I have is is just completely inappropriate. Clockers <laughs> is pretty good. Hey, my clock. Hands. We'll move on. We'll come out. What we'll up clockers? Up Shuttle clocks.
1: No. <laughs> no. <laughs> <What>?
2: <laughs> no. Okay. Never mind. <laughs> All right, next up, Bing already supports the ability for webmasters to notify Bing about URL changes via, via its URL submission API, but there's now a Bing content submission API, so you can go through and um, reduce Bingbot crawl load on sites and just immediately inject your content into Microsoft Bing if you'd like. All right, next up, on um, the state of direct-to-consumer 2021 report, this was actually something very Thorough, I thought it was, it was good. It's from semissupervised.com. And a few of the findings that came out of this D2C study was that online purchases increased across all business models in 2020. Over 2019, e-commerce sales grew 40% year over year. Toys and games exploded by 135%. Um, <clears throat> and then there's there a nice graphic showing some of the biggest saturation or the most saturated verticals within D2C. The biggest one Far and away was luggage and travel accessories. Then it was fashion fashion jewelry and then clothing and accessories were some of the more saturated D2C brands. I thought it was funny that there's just not a lot of folks out there schlepping like D2C science. You know what I mean? Like science was low. There's not a lot of people slinging D2C to tools or anything either. So How do
1: you sell science? You're just like, yo, I'm...
2: Walter White and here's chemistry. Take it or something. I should you know.
0: know I, mean? I spent three hours trying to get out of the museum.
2: And you're like, here, <laughs> it's Al Borland. I got a new fence for you or something, you know? No. Okay. I don't
0: know what you're saying to me. people PBC
2: Greg lives in the 90s. He knows what I'm talking about. All right. Anyway, Google Call History Report is now showing in Google My Business. So you can see the number of calls coming in on a certain time period, answered calls, missed calls, all that. Really cool. Um, check it out in the show notes if you want more. From Glenn Gabe, there's a new addition to Spotify podcasting. You can now grab a timestamp and send it along and share it. Amazing. So you have a share from toggle that now you can do and share right to that good Mm -hmm. moment. The one thing that Glenn said, and I already made this joke in the Discord channel here, but in Glenn's tweets, he said, er, Spotify's new podcast timestamps let you send your friends right to the good part. My question is, what if there's no good
3: parts?
0: And he <laughs> said, what are
2: you going to send them to the shorts?
0: Oh, yeah. Didn't Nobody you say that, that, that about us?
1: <laughs> I was going to say it'd be great for sharing your rants. Yeah.
3: yeah. yeah. All right.
2: Well, Google's helping out even more with a Web Stories playbook. And this article comes by way of Roger Monty.
0: Martini Buster.
2: And over on the Journal of Search Engines. And he says... Although this is one of my favorite parts. Although the web stories playbook is over 100 pages long, each page contains two paragraphs or less of words. This format makes it easy to read and understand. So a wow. lot of slides, a lot of pages, and not that much, not that heavy to read. I was a little confused about the image that Roger used and I love it. Cause I think he's like just trolling people a lot. So this image is a bunch of people with like Pantone colors and somebody's writing something down, and there's a big Google logo there, which obviously isn't a web story. But my favorite part is, like, this seems like this person's making a big decision. They've got multiple Pantone booklets out, but they chose to leave the glasses off and put them in the corner. So I don't know how informed this decision is, and I'm worried about this person.
0: Well, maybe they're far, well, I don't know. Maybe they can't see far away. That's what they needed the glasses for. Hmm you never know
2: it may be yeah and then um again uh, the uh this is fine dog luke from discord was talking about it could be a good way to highlight different articles on hub and topic cluster pages after you read through it he said it could be kind of like a visual smorgasbord of options on one page you'll have him click through and read every full-length article just to find the best one interested to see how other people use web stories so again a lot of good stuff in there and a lot of options in web stories and we're going to see uh Glenn had another one coming up here in a second that is definitely one to check out if you're trying to get started in web stories. And we have marketing a talk on that that we can share in the show notes. So next up, Google Events Enhancement Report is updated to show more errors. If you run events, you may see more specific errors coming through in Search Console. That's from Barry Schwartz. We've got a lot of news here, so I'm gonna fly by it. Again, head on over to marketingclock.com. Sign up for the newsletter if you wanna see all the links or head on over to community.marketingclock.com. Caleb will throw in all the links there each week. And next up from Data Studio, there's a uh, present report where you can now display a report in full screen and cycle through the pages automatically, which is awesome. Mark, we were just talking about to a client with a Data Studio report, you can now show the entire thing um, and then hop over from page to page, which is really, really cool when showing off your data. So it's not just an aggregation tool, but also a presentation tool now, which is nice. All right, we'll keep it here in Data Studio. They now have a more streamlined toolbar, so you can um, easily, again, hop through all the different elements, but it's just a lot tighter. And it's, you know, sort of the one good time when you see thin content. All right, next up from Barry Schwartz, Google search can now display emojis and jump links for how long, he says. Yeah, that's crazy. It's probably not that long. <laughs> but I was looking at the example he gave, it's from hiddenveggies.com and it's about vegan ham
0: yeah that's gross i'm not into that
2: and then you're looking at the instructions vegan spam. and there's like pro tips and it's like what are the pro tips for <laughs> who, are, vegan...
1: who
0: are the
2: pros? don't eat why don't you put the pro Who's tips
1: row in vegan ham
2: no and then as it gets to it and it's the fart emoji and it says options for steam. <laughs> can
0: you please explain why would you steam a vegan ham
2: i don't know i don't like it i don't want it <laughs> we I, it,
0: we need just there's nothing yes. grosser
2: in and people are commenting for this but don't Ham is disgusting.
0: Oh, I don't eat swine. You I, know I, that I about don't, me. I like a like a roasted
1: ham. Like the thick cut, like whole ham. Most people do. But my thing no. is when I, I have a lot of friends who are vegetarian or vegan, if they like are talking about things they miss, I have never heard anyone ever bring up ham.
0: No. no.
4: I agree. I think it's like the worst thing ever around Christmas time when, you know, they bring out the big ham. You're like, this is gonna be a chore to eat.
2: It's just gross. Not good. No. Disgusting. Swine. Everything about it's disgusting. And that esteemed vegan ham get lost. <laughs> All right. Next up, <laughs> Gabe and Barry Schwartz. There's a whole lot that was happening over on Search Engine Roundtable. Google was saying internationalized sites with the same English content across those top level domains are not really considered duplicate content. Glenn said needs more clarification. There's a whole lot there. If you want more on it, there's an entire thread head on over to markandclack.com and sign up for that. Um, it's a very nuanced topic, so I'm not going to go too far into it. Uh, another great piece that should, it was up there, I guess, for marketing article of the week was how Google came to dominate local reviews from Western New York's own Mike Blumenthal over on nearmedia.co. And he covered the year-by-year transition for Google to become this behemoth in reviews and when they really took over. It's a super cool article. Check it out over on nearmedia.co. And then... Over on Search Engine Roundtable. Man, it is just nonstop this week from Barry Schwartz. This is the name of the title of the article. And it says, Google, we do not penalize sites for using Google Analytics.
0: They really have to say that? This is what we're coming to.
2: There was a competitor called simpleanalytics.com that said, Google penalizes you for using Google Analytics.
0: That makes no sense.
2: Well, if you're into this core web vitals, these people that have lost their minds and can't think for themselves, and you're like, any extra thing that needs to load is going to ruin my core web vitals, like that case, it technically could hurt you if it's messing everything up. But it's not going to, obviously.
0: Oh, my God.
2: And then, like, what are people gonna do? You just get rid of all your analytics. Get rid of all analytics, get rid of your images, images. get rid of all the countries yeah. that on a premium internet, get rid of everything. <laughs> Only text on there. And get even get rid of the text. Plain pages. That's it. One line. <laughs> but there was a great meme from Izzy on Fire that is Izzy Smith mm-hmm. on Twitter. And she had the guy with the girlfriend meme, and they're looking back at the other girl in red coming, and the guy is SEOs, and the current girlfriend that's getting mad is users. And the guy's looking back at ranking factors. That
0: is a really good one.
2: Fantastic. And
0: meme. she said she made it in 2018, which is like when that meme was popping off, I think. You know what? So good.
2: Rare time, you lived up to your Twitter handle. <laughs> All right. And from <laughs> Sundar Pichai over on Alphabet and Google, he said, the future of work at Google is flexibility. The majority of our employees still want to be on campus sometime, yet many would also enjoy the flexibility of working home a couple days a week, spending time in another city or part of the year or even moving there permanently. Google's future workplace will have room for these possibilities. We're moving to hybrid work week with most Googlers in the office approximately three days a week. So they're embracing sort of that hybrid approach. And then if you want to see a phenomenal web story, check out Glenn Gabe's web story over on G-Squared Interactive, gsq It's about the Google product, product reviews update, and it is, I'm sure, hand-coded. I'm sure it's custom-coded. There is movement. There is data. There's everything you need to see, and it is a fantastic example of what to do. And then lastly, Google modifies the logo requirements for AMP structure data, and it's from Roger Monti.
0: Martini Buster.
2: And he talks about that it's now a one-to-one square logo. And again, another fire image from him. It's people carrying a laptop and like not a tablet, like an actual hard-coded like Moses writing the Ten Commandments tablet. And not a people, people, person. Oh, person. Yeah. But lots of hands. Yeah. yeah. And then there's cords that aren't plugged I, into anything.
1: There's like six arms.
2: It's a lot. And it looks like Weird Al, so definitely check that out. And then... There's another article there. I guess I'm not done. There's another article in the <laughs> journalist search engines. Lot. <laughs> and <laughs> there's a lot of plagiarism in SaaS blogs. Like, apparently, 54% of the text can be found elsewhere on the web. Solutions. The typical SAS blog post has a hundred or a 1,600 potential thieves. And it's like, what a time to be alive. Ooh. That's what you're doing. You're not robbing banks. <laughs> you're not out there like Al Capone. You're being like, oh, look, at, I'm going to take this paragraph from Saster, and I'm going to take this one from Domo, and I'm going to combine them. It's like you're a, a, content, a SAS content thief.
0: Diabolical. <laughs> sad
2: (laughs) just like what is is that what you call that listener sad anyway from the amp project there's now uh amp campfire and they call they capitalize the amp and camp
0: oh they never miss an opportunity and
2: there's a woman who's clearly not in a green doesn't have a sheet behind her she's clearly in the outdoors talking about (laughs) this campfire (laughs) or something around so if you're in the amp there's a new place for you and then finally google my business has wheelchair accessibility attributes now which is awesome the only thing i was thinking of is when we had our new office made they put the slickest paint on there it was like so slick we had to have them go scrape it off put like matte paint on and still slick i want to have wheelchair accessibility and also like the slickness level
1: well that's like when they paint put the yellow paint on stairs to be like caution Mm -hmm. that is the slipperiest paint whenever i've seen it at it somewhere and then it rains. It's just like people falling down those stairs all day.
0: And then they could end up in a wheelchair. So that just defeats the purpose. That
2: yellow might as well have been a banana. What's happening (laughs) social, Mark?
1: (sighs) The moments here and and, in the words of um, the great poet Jojo, I have to say it's um, too little too late. Um, From Clubhouse, at Clubhouse on Twitter. Um, They have a lovely image that I had to kind of pull up in a different way because we're still getting the crop on desktop, so I could not see it. But it says, Dear Android Logo, Hi, love waving hand emoji? Android is finally here. You can download the Clubhouse beta right now in the U.S. and around the world in the coming days slash weeks. Before you ask... Yes, still invite only. We're managing growth so we can build more sustainable infrastructure before the floodgates open soon, ish in parentheses.
2: They're gonna open those gates and a little trickle. A little dropper is gonna drop out out. There's no there's no flood coming.
1: Yeah, I I was just like, okay? I, I for, kind of forget about them a lot. Even I get all notifications and I haven't been on since I set up my account, but I don't know. I'm just like, who? But I loved the replies to this. We had um, Sylvia Swift at Sylvia underscore Swift on Twitter. Surely this will increase the quality of the rooms, right? And then we had Chris J. LOL. No. (laughs) But my. So mean. (laughs) (laughs) But my favorite was um, Randall Gort at RJ Gort on Twitter. He gave Clubhouse um, a lovely little nickname. I don't know if it was a, a typo or if it was on That's WordPress. not a typo.
2: This is not a typo. Listen.
1: Um, it says, Crabhouse is not scaling properly on Android being asked to join the session and I can't scroll down to the button to allow me to join. And I'm only going to call this Crab House yeah. from this day forward. I honestly would be more likely to use it if it was actually called Crab House. <laughs> Great name. Thank you, Randall Gore.
0: It sounds like he's a little crabby.
1: <laughs> and I like that. Yeah. Next up in the news from Twitter, at Twitter on Twitter. Show your love. Leave a tip. Now testing chip tip jar a new way to give and receive money on Twitter. More coming soon. And basically, if there's a creator that you love on Twitter, you can go to their profile and there'll be an option to tip them via Bandcamp, Cash App, Patreon, PayPal, or Venmo. Which is really cool. This shows some appreciation for people who are sending out those fire tweets.
0: Yeah, I just can't think of anything I'd pay for.
1: Next up, from Sarah Perez of TechCrunch, Snapchat is launching a new creator- marketplace that will allow businesses who don't have their own internal creative resources to be creating things on Snapchat to connect with freelance creators on the platform who specialize in creating different types of content for Snapchat. So initially, it'll be more targeted towards people who are making um, AR features for Snapchat um, that it can be used for ads or lens creators, but eventually it'll expand to include all sorts of snap creators that can engage from businesses, even influencers. So it's like a really cool feature. And like I love when platforms just make great features like these to connect businesses and people who provide services on the platform. It's just a win for everyone. And from everyone's favorite social media legend, Andrew Hutchinson at AD Hutchinson on Twitter, Facebook has unveiled a treasure trove of new messaging features across Messenger, Instagram, Direct, and Messenger Kids. That
0: Wait, did we cover that that exists?
1: I, Messenger it, is, Kids? I guess. I don't think we covered it, but... Why? There's a this more to come okay. on, like, the kid okay. stuff, but basically it's, like, the parents can see everything going forth. And I was, like, reading an article about, like, a woman who, like, uses this with, like, her kid. And basically, like, it's nice for her because, like, her child was using her Facebook Messenger to, like, Facebook Messenger video like her nephew. So, like, the two cousins were like videoing each other. That'll take your kid outside.
0: Yeah, I just,
1: and I don't know. (laughs) She's like, and then she can see all the messages that go through the account and like without having to like have it on her phone and she can like send her own messages without worrying about. I bet Facebook published the story. I don't.
0: Okay. I'm sorry, interrupted. It exists, but that is dumb.
1: But, And you could, if you're using it, have cool chat themes, such as Star Wars background (laughs) for your actually that's not even on Instagram kids or Messenger kids, rather. Um, That's only for your Instagram DMs or Messenger. Um, there's a new set of stickers, and this one is available for Messenger and Messenger Kids. So it's apparently like each space. of these features can only go to two of the three messaging options, it Why? seems. And the, these ones are celebrating the diversity and impact of Asian and Pacific Islanders for API Heritage Month.
0: Okay, that's month
1: nice. n- Month, not much. And it's cool because it's not just a sticker, it includes an educational component. So if you like click on the sticker, there's like a pop up that like gives information about um, Asian Pacific Heritage Munch, which is like really cool to like actually, this isn't just like a gimmick, like we're actually doing something. And I could see them using this for other things. Next up, um, red receipts are coming to Instagram DMs. So you can now leave someone on red on Instagram too. They already have this for group messages, but you can now have it just for regular DMs on Instagram. Um, There's also like visual replies, which allow you to reply with like a photo or video, which I thought already existed. I do that all the time. So I think it's just gonna be like a different interface for that. Next, you can tap to record audio in Messenger to send um, like an audio message within Instagram DMs. Um, it looks very similar to like what's in like your texting app right now. And lastly, um, within Messenger, um, there will be a swipe to archive feature that's very similar to like an email app. So you can archive all those messages you want to get rid of but don't want to delete. Next up from Chris Kelly of Marketing Dive, Twitter has two updates for video. First, they are partnering with NBC Universal, Billboard, Riot Games and more to create video content specifically for the platform. So it's again people these companies are paying people to make content for them. Sad. Um, And that's kind of segueing into the next feature, which is they announced a new ad unit that's called curated categories that let advertisers run pre-roll ads on specific video categories. But the categories are very niche. So first we have health and wellness, which is like a pretty universal category. And then we go to esports, which is separate from the category that is gaming. And then we have women in sports and gaming. Hmm. So those are the video categories you can target on Twitter. (laughs) So we're getting very niche there. And my favorite social media that I do not use, <laughs> TikTok, has engineered a set of new developer tools with two new SDKs that they released. The first is the TikTok Login Kit, which will allow apps to authenticate via your TikTok credentials, which, like, Facebook's been doing for so long, it makes sense that TikTok is doing it as well. And the next one is the TikTok sound kit, which in order to use this, you also have to be using the TikTok login kit. And this will leverage um, two different things. So like first, like TikTok users, AKA talkers, um, as I call them, can use their videos in other apps. And the more important part for TikTok is this will allow other apps to share music and other sounds back to TikTok. And this is a big deal because TikTok only has so much music that they've paid for the licensing for, and through this SDK, like if another app has secured licensing for a sound or for music, that can be shared with TikTok if that like user is using that other app. Yeah, well. I can
0: confirm they don't have the Real Housewives of Atlanta theme, but they have every other Real Housewives theme. Um, I wanted to make a video of my baby. I feel like baby. they have four songs. No, they have a lot. It's
1: about four. They have Doja Cat's <laughs> entire discography. Yeah.
0: They have all the Real Housewives except for Atlanta, and that's the one we're watching. That's the one Eliza knows, but we can't make a video.
1: I'm really sorry for you. Know, but hopefully like with this new sound <laughs> kit, um, that'll be resolved. You'll have to find an, another app that is on the sound kit, SDK. Okay. That you can share the Real Housewives thing. I'll report back. Yeah, probably not the sports ball app. (laughs) From Mitchell Clark on The Verge, in the latest anti-misinformation feature on Facebook, it is here. And I am so excited. I feel like we get one of these anti-misinformation features once a month from Facebook. Because there is a lot being spread over there but the newest one is a little pop-up that will prompt users to read an article before they actually share it to help decrease dis- the spread of that misinformation. So that person that you haven't talked to since middle school can't thoughtlessly pound that smash button to share an article with a clickbaity title they agree with. I think it's great. Nothing's like, new
2: anymore. Yeah, we'll see Everybody if it just works. Steals from each other. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. The SAS, you can't share that SAS article with copied content. And by way of at PPC Greg and Discord, Greg of the Year 2020. TikTok is testing out a new feature designed to give users access to job openings right on the app and will give participating companies access to interested applicants who will be able to use TikTok videos as their resume.
2: How could this go wrong?
1: Take that, LinkedIn. (laughs) I like this. Dependable,
2: excited, energetic, reliable.
4: I think it would
1: filter out a lot of bad candidates very quickly.
0: Yeah, anyone who uses it.
1: (laughs) And of course, there's always drama with Facebook. On Monday, the Attorney General signed a letter addressing Zuckerberg, urging him to scrap plans for Instagram Kids, Shep's favorite new app, um, citing mental health and privacy concerns concerns and the way I see it I've like read both sides and I think it's kind of going to be bad either way (laughs) Um, just because like there's like several problems here it's just like promoting a social media for kids like obviously isn't a great thing like mental health concerns privacy safety on the other hand a bunch of kids are going to use Instagram anyway and just like ignore that 13 and up rule and the thing is those kids will be safer on the Instagram for kids version than they would be on like the regular Instagram version. So they're just kind of like, as long as Facebook doesn't like put a marketing push behind it, in my opinion, I don't think it's that bad, but we'll see how this plays out. Um, The safety precautions they're putting in are that there will be no advertising on Instagram youth as they are calling it internally. Um, There will be stronger content filters, um, especially they're going to be stricter about the way their algorithm suggests content. And um, there's going to be much stronger default privacy settings on the app. And the other thing that they're working on is they're trying to create like a dashboard for parents that would let them see like the Instagram kids and like the Messenger kids that we Talked about earlier to give parents access to all of that information and see what their kids are up to on social media. So it's just kind of like a whole can of worms on kids and social media.
2: Oh, it's still a bad idea. Don't let your kids on Instagram. Call parenting also. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Am I crazy? Yeah, well, you're calling
0: CPS on me because we have a joint TikTok, but. Mm
2: Well, it should be at your house any moment. Now.
1: <laughs> Don't get too spicy over there because if your tweets are too spicy, Twitter is going to give you a little reply prompt. So Twitter has this new feature that detects language in your tweets that could be abusive, trolling or offensive. And they're going to give you a little notification before you tweet to like ask you to review it before sending Like it's kind of like the virtual version of that friend you have that's always stopping you from getting fights in a bar. Love it. Mm-hmm. And there are some issues with it, like it can't detect sarcasm yet, oh. it's having trouble <laughs> oh, wow. with like friendly banter and like reclaimed language. Um, reclaimed language? That's like when someone, you, like you reclaim a slur so people can't use that slur against you. Oh. So like the word queer is an example of that. Gotcha.
2: Um, I thought you meant somebody's like making fun of somebody because they took their insult and like you know I know you are but what am I?
0: There's also people who can't detect sarc- sarcasm, so what are they supposed to do?
1: Yeah, oh. mm-hmm. but you get banned. You're- <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> they have a feedback system for it where you can be like, nope, that's wrong. So they're working on it. Like Twitter is like us; we're all like working on ourselves. <laughs> <laughs>
3: And that brings us to our real life segment, straight out of our accounts and into your ear holes. It's time for working hard or hardly working, where we talk about what's going on in our IRL work, good, bad, or otherwise.
0: Go first, Google Ads Editor has been giving me some trouble since the most recent update. One of my perfectly normal headlines kept getting flagged for no reason. It just said like it was an invalid headline and then at one point it just accepted it after I tried five times, it made no sense. Um, But I guess I'm not alone because PPC Greg also said in Discord that he was having issues and getting flagged for capitalization when he capitalized the first letter of every word in the headline or maybe it was a description. But either way, I've done both, like it's allowed. So figure it out, Google Ads Editor.
1: I'm also having problems with Google ads and very similar issue, but mine is on the trademark detection side. So I, they will not stop flagging everyday words. And today I had an ad disapproved because apparently the word streamline is a trademark. And I'm not that mad because like, I'd love to n- never use that <laughs> word again, but um, but hello, it's probably in 80% of B2B ads. Why is it getting disapproved? And then I love where it's like, why does not meet trademark requirements? And it's like, this does not mean reseller requirements. I'm like, who is reselling? Streamline. What is that? What brand name themselves Streamline? And if there is a brand that is Streamline, I hope their competitor is named Synergize.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: All right.
2: And something working hard in my accounts is from Google Ads. And it's just a reminder that you can make custom column metrics. You can add different metrics together. There's a minor filtering that you can do as well. I'm probably gonna put a blog post out about this so and share some stuff in uh, Discord at community.marketingclock.com. But I just made like an actual row as that wasn't a uh, uh, decimal. I turned it into a percentage and I use that all the time because a lot of times I'll show things live and it's just annoying to trans, um, translate that. You can do things and see like the uh, return from search partners versus non. There's a whole bunch of stuff you can do. And it's just a reminder, if you don't have the exact metric, there's a chance you might be able to create it yourself with the custom metrics in Google Ads. I
0: love it. Awesome.
3: And now for this week's cool tool. As a reminder, our cool tool segment is not an official endorsement or paid mention. We're simply sharing something we found in our travels that may be of use to our listeners and is really, really cool.
1: This week's cool tool is the schema.org version of the structured data markup, which is now in a live beta. Um, we found out about this from tldrmarketing.com and if you want to check it out just head on over to validator.schema.org to give it a test yourself and the folks at Sitebulb have also created a handy bookmarklet so you can quickly test a page in this new schema.org markup validator with just the click of a button so handy
3: now it's time for our must read marketing article of the week an article so advanced, so in-depth, so detailed that we simply cannot cover it in its entirety on today's show.
2: And this week's must-read marketing article of the week comes from Fio DeSato at Content101 over on the ahrefs.com, ahrefs, ahrefs, ahrefs.com site, and that she covers the content calendar guide goes through why you should create a content calendar, how to create the content calendar, real examples of content calendar, and tips for getting the most out of your content calendar. And go give her a follow at content101. Thank you, Feel.
0: All right, that does it for today's show.
1: It is now officially not Marketing & Clock.
2: Remember, you can catch everything from the show by signing up for our newsletter over on
0: marketingclock.com.
1: While you're there, please be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast player so you don't miss a single episode.
0: And we will see you next week.
3: Thanks for listening to Marketing O'Clock, part of the Search Engine Journal podcast network. If you're looking for more information on today's topics, head over to marketingoclock.com for links to all the articles that we covered. And please be sure to subscribe so that you don't miss a single episode.
0: Welcome to this week's Shootin' the Heck. We're after our famous Friday news show. We don't talk about marketing anymore. We just...
1: Shoot the heck.
0: Okay, so full disclosure, um, we're in different clothes and Greg isn't here. It's the next day because <laughs> Greg and Mark had a sales call yesterday. So we're yeah. back. <laughs> Greg's working from home. We have Caleb here and we couldn't not give you Shootin' the Heck. So we're going to do yeah, it now. It's the
1: most important part of the show. Right.
0: Okay. So I have poke holes in it this week and I'm... Excited to see your feedback because I find these ideas to be completely unpokable.
1: Wow. I, am... I
4: feel like they're very pokable already. <laughs> <laughs> all the we'll see. We'll see.
0: We'll see. Okay. So, first of all, it was Mother's Day this weekend and it's just so stressful. Like, you have to go all over the place. You have to please everyone. You have like moms to see, grandmas to see, great grandmas in my house. I think instead of Mother's Day and Father's Day, When you become a mother or a father, you choose your day. It's an additional day to your birthday, and everyone celebrates you on that day.
1: How do people remember that?
0: They have to remember it. It's your mom. You have to remember your mom's birthday. And then the only hole that I saw was that – You can't marry someone who's like mom has the same Mother's Day as your mom. So you just have to like put it on your Tinder profile.
4: Is this like a thing that you do in advance? Like you're like, oh, August 14th is going to be.
0: Yeah. So like you have your baby and it's like you get this reward. You get to pick your day.
4: I say no because I know my mom would never pick a day. She's
1: that like she has to. Single focus Nah, I don't think so.
0: Oh my, she has to. It's the rule.
1: I'm, this is just gonna be too much because I think like Mother's Day also like gets stuff for like my godmother and like my grandma and like if you have like a lot of those people in your life, this is like too many days. to You remember. just get
0: a calendar.
1: So you're you have to remember like, all
0: their birthdays. Like
1: they have birthdays. So, it's like, one birthdays. more day. No, I'm pro Mother's Day. Everyone should have their
0: own day.
1: (laughs) You can have your
4: own day. What if everyone picks like the same week? You know, like everyone picks the literal same week. Well,
0: also, I I have another layer because I have a December birthday and it's just like not fair for my life so i should get to pick like a summer day where people have summer birthdays Should have to pick the winter
4: i agree with this my birthday like falls on thanksgiving every few years so Um,
0: condolences yeah it's really hard it sucks okay well i didn't hear any valid points so (laughs) we're gonna start initiating this (laughs) and i'm gonna pick like july 15th for myself i'll remember that okay my next idea so i went to wegman's our grocery store for the first time it literally since thanksgiving this weekend and it just reminded me how terrible it is so there's really three main problems with with the grocery store number one it's a terrible place number two crowd control everyone wants to go on sundays right or saturdays number three you can't place everyone with the music you know the soundtrack has to be universally liked and that's just impossible so i think that we should take this problem and address it the same way that the bars do you have themed days and nights for shopping (laughs) (laughs) because i was there in the section ladies love country boys came on and it took everything in me to not be like blem and leonard skittered yelling turn it up i was the only person there enjoying it
4: i just want to say like i totally thought you're gonna say like give everyone a pair of headphones and then like you can just tune it to whatever you want no because then everyone could still go at the same
0: time so you have like pop hits on like tuesday night try to control the crowd. Sunday, you have the country music because nobody but me will want to go.
4: Okay, but what happens when you don't get your shopping done because of work or something until Friday? And Friday is polka night, but you still have to go and get... Exactly. You, know, just you learn they the hard should, way, and should. then you don't
0: do it again. <laughs> they
4: should play displeasing music on the weekends.
0: Yeah, exactly, okay, because then happen- more people will go on the weekdays. But what
4: happens if like your partner wants to go on like hip-hop night, but you're filling country?
0: oh, you got to go alone. That's just more people in the grocery store if you go with your partner. I do
1: not like grocery shopping with other people at all. It's really stressful. I get so frustrated. I am like, I have my car. I am like running through the grocery store, just like throwing things in. Like, I want to be in there as little time as possible. Like, but full disclosure, I just use Instacart because I like hate going to the grocery store. Yeah,
0: I have too. But this, hearing Ladies Love Country Boys, like made me see it could be nice if it was all music you liked.
1: Mm Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah.
0: So you have no holes to poke, so I win.
1: Yeah, no no <laughs> I mean to- I actually the only like valid thing is I I wonder how that'd be for like employee retention. Oh boy, like I think some employees would find it very fun.
0: Yeah, same thing with, like, bartenders, though. You just yeah. have to maybe try to get the shift you want, and it's not always...
1: Yeah, there's just a lot more workers to coordinate it yeah. like that. Yeah, but if
4: I had to work on, like, I don't know, Classical Night, and you just hear it <laughs> in Beethoven, like, for
1: 12 hours, I couldn't do like, it. it's, like, peaceful. But
0: then you'd also get, like, all the old people, and it'd be a little more relaxed, probably. Yeah. Okay. It depends on which old people. <laughs> so we need to instate that one. That one's good. Okay, my last idea. So... At church, we always forget money for the collection basket. And it's like really embarrassing. Nobody cares cash anymore, whatever. So we just started donating online. We have a monthly recurring one set up. But now we have the problem where we go in and they stick the basket in your face and you look like a heartless person because you don't put any money in when you already donated online. So I think we need buttons that say, I already donated.
1: <laughs> because Catholics are so judgmental. Yes. And maybe they could just stop being judgmental.
0: Right. But in the meantime, what do you guys think about my buttons?
4: I hate to admit it, but I really like this. Because in my church, you have to walk up to drop off your donation at the front.
0: <gasps> oh so my gosh, that's even worse. <laughs>
4: yeah, so I would 100% take a button. Can you just like put like a donation receipt in the
0: basket? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's a good idea too. No, but that's more paper that you have to remember to bring. You're never going to remember it. Put your button in your car and wear it every week. Why
4: don't they just put like a like a Venmo or a Cash App like, QR code right okay, at the front cute, when you walk in? Yeah, <laughs> can you just like Venmo the person doing
1: collections?
0: That'd be a great idea too.
4: Like, yeah, just, I just sent Father Jackson like 40 bucks for the week. You know what I mean? Like, like, you know,
1: like some churches have like the projector screens. So they just like throw up like during collection, like Venmo, Cash App.
0: And the amount you like, donated. For- <laughs> the amount you donated, that would make you donate even oh, more. Oh, like a stock ticker? Yeah. That and it
1: says, like, <laughs> That is not quite right.
0: Okay, well, it's all in the name of charity, so I had three great ideas today. Mm-hmm. But I, also
1: when you, so sorry. Okay, go ahead. But when you said button, I thought you were saying, like, a button you would push to donate, <laughs> and it would come from your bank account.
0: Oh, that would work, too. But yeah. then you have to pay to set it up. Buttons are much cheaper. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, call me. I have great ideas all the time. So we'll see you next week.